0: On today's episode, we'll speak with Christina Shea, an inspiring woman who has conquered personal and corporate setbacks to now create a company to inspire women to live their blue skies lives. Let's dive right in. This episode is sponsored by Beyond Corporate Life, a division of Dynamic Foundations Institute. Have you ever felt stuck in a job or relationship? Maybe you're trying to meet someone else's expectations and fill in the pressure. Or maybe you feel there just aren't enough opportunities and your finances are holding you back. This is exactly where Beyond Corporate Life can help. Our empowering coaching program and other services helps you to identify obstacles, which we call corporates, and then craft the legacy of your dreams. Visit beyondcorporatelife.com for your complimentary coaching session. While you're there, sign up for our newsletter and follow us on social media. That's beyondcorporatelife.com. Let's go beyond your corporate to walk into your legacy. Now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beyond Corporate with Coach L. Michelle. I'm your host, Coach L. Michelle, and I am completely overjoyed to speak with you today on this episode. We have a wonderful guest named Christina Shea, and she is truly a victor and now lives on the other side of the mountains of legacy and happiness. Christina Shea has lived her whole life in the corporate world, and while she was very successful, it was not an easy path. The single mother of a daughter attending university, Shay was twice widowed, dealt with excruciating health issues that led her to literally collapse in Toronto's financial district one day. If that wasn't a sign she needed to find her own path, losing her corporate position during COVID was certainly another. In spite of all her challenges, Christina has never been one to crumble and she never would give up. When asked what got her through it all, she smiles and says, it's a blue sky's life. I am so interested to talk to Christina in today's episode. We want to hear her story, see how she was able to overcome her corporate, learn some wonderful nuggets that we can apply to our own lives and begin to live and walk in our legacy. So let's learn more as we talk to Christina. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining today's show. How are you?
1: I'm absolutely fabulous. Thank you, Michelle, and thank you for having me on your wonderful show, and I look forward to having a wonderful conversation. Oh, thank you. Now, I want to
0: jump right in. So you are the definition of beyond corporate. So you had this wonderful corporate career and then you decided to make a pivot and go and find your own happiness. And that happiness resulted in a new company. So can you kind of give our listeners a bit about your background and how you wound up
1: in corporate? Um how i initially wanted out to corporate um, you know i i guess as a little girl, i always thought success was you know working in an office wearing a suit and um, all of those things which you know it can look like that for many people and it definitely did look like that for me for a very long period of time. um initially, i started out as actually a graphic designer, which is kind of the whole, my whole path changed because originally i wanted to be a physiotherapist and um i i always loved art and i loved design, but i also loved business and I really thought, oh, I couldn't do all of this with graphic design. So I was like out of school at 21 years old and I ended up working for corporate America banks. And, you know, who would have thought, you know, that you, well, at that age, I would never really thought graphic design and banks. It never really would have occurred to me, but I really loved the merge, you know, the integration of business and art and design and marketing and all of those things. So at a very young age, I actually ended up being the art director and studio manager for one small agency that looked after a major bank here in Canada because I just the tenacity and I guess I just worked very, very hard. And I always believed in learning, you know, anything that I didn't know. And I ended up managing a team of like, gosh, over 15 people within a couple of years. And from there, I just sort of kept growing and, you know, started working for banks directly. And I also even ran my own consulting company. Um, And I also did work for um, some of the regulatory bodies, like the investment regulatory bodies of Canada. So I was very much on that very financial path of marketing. Um I also did work for my own company, worked for some smaller and wellness companies and so on. But at that time, I was really much focused on the corporate because that was really where, you know the opportunities for large projects and larger budgets were and but they also had large um, stresses too that came along with that because you definitely had to deliver um, you know there was no excuses allowed you had to put what had to be done there was deadlines that had to be met by the government as well so there was no gray area Um, So I really learned how to keep deadlines, I learned how to be organized with um, my thoughts, also rally teams together, you know, organize talented people from different, you know, sectors or, you know, disciplines really, to make things happen. And um, I really enjoyed it. However, when I had my daughter, I started, you know, I started getting tired of the hustle and grind of commuting because I was on what we call the go train here in um, Toronto. So I was commuting, getting up at four o'clock in the morning getting my daughter off to take care, which was, you know, sad because I wasn't able to be with her Um, and then rushing back. And the most stressful part of my day was honestly getting to the train, going, going there and coming back home. So I could get to those early meetings and you know how it is always when you're trying to leave the office, someone has some problem like at five to five or five to six. So, you know, that's sort of how I ended up in corporate. I really did love it from many angles, but at the end of the day, it became very hard. It was a commute. And, and then as soon as cell phones and, you know, the communication that we have nowadays, things really up the ante, right? People, you were available all the time. And then I ended up in the cannabis public space working for a life science company. I wouldn't say, I would say it's, you know, akin to working for a bank. I mean, it was a startup, so it wasn't quite the same. We had a smaller, much smaller team. However, you know, the pressures were still there, um, you know, in the timeframes. Like I always said, you know, working in this space here, the cannabis public space, it was like, you know, one year would equal seven years. It was like dog years because you just never slept. So it was the same kind of environment. It was the same kind of hamster wheel.
0: So Christina, you've had this wonderful corporate career. So what was it that finally caused you to decide to leave corporate? What was that final straw that made you decide to leave
1: corporate? My health took a really downwards turn throughout those few years. And I realized that I really had to change my lifestyle. And you know, maybe pursue something that actually was for me versus working for someone else's dream or someone else's corporation. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just needed to find something that meant something to me and had some impact and some purpose for me as a person, as a, as a woman, um, and also to be able to, I wouldn't say balance. I don't know if balance is really a thing, but um, really to choose something that I felt that I could have true impact for women who were, you know, looking for, you know, a better life, whether it was non-toxic products, which is what my company's about, or just taking care of themselves, really self-care, because that's so integral for anyone, but especially women that are working in the corporate environment, it's very stressful. And I was a single mom. So on top of that, there's a lot of other stresses. So that's sort of how the journey, there's a lot more to it, of course, which I'm sure we'll get into, but that's sort of the beginning of it.
0: So you had uh, several points in there that I wanted to kind of touch on. So maybe, is it a fair statement to say that, as you progressed in your corporate career, your priorities started to change a little bit in terms of family, in terms of wanting to feel fulfilled, but then also in, in terms of wanting to help other people. Was was that really your turning point or your pivotal point that, want, that caused you to
1: kind of go out on your own? Definitely. That's really spot on, Michelle. Uh, you know, like, as I said, I did get really sick. So I experienced corporate burnout, which I'll go into a little bit about that. But Really, it was from working. Gosh, like I really only slept three hours a night. I'm not exaggerating. I was, you know, going to running my own company. I was working a day job. I was being a mom. I was even teaching fitness, for goodness sakes, because I wanted to still be in shape. So I would push myself at every angle because I want to be that super mom, that super career woman. I wanted it all and I wanted it now. And, you know, you can't have everything at once, but at the same time, I certainly did my best, but I only slept three hours a night for probably over maybe 15 years. Like it it really took a toll. And I was taking university courses. I was always learning, always upgrading my skills. So of course, one time, you know, it's going to take a toll. So I was getting very stressed. I was, you know, getting anxiety, but also what happened, I remember gripping the escalator, um, going down for a lunch meeting. And I was gripping that rail thinking, oh my God, Christina, like, are you going to fall down? Like, that's what I felt like. That was, I felt like I was going to faint and I don't usually faint. I fainted maybe twice in my life. Um, and sure enough, thank God I waited till I got to the bottom to do that. But I literally went face to floor um, after getting off that escalator. I, I couldn't stand up. I couldn't, everything just collapsed. And I remember people just crowding around me saying call nine one one. And I know I laugh at it now, but it wasn't funny. Um, I was scared and I lost a good, uh, at that point, everything kind of went dark. I couldn't see properly. Um, my vision was, you know, gone and I was scared. Um, so I was rushed to the hospital and they did a plethora of tests, you know, to find out what's wrong. And, you know, I was suffering from migraines for years. Um, so they diagnosed me actually with a brain cyst and they actually told me at first that I had brain cancer, which scared the bejesus out of me, of course, but I had a brain cyst, which definitely still, you know, was putting pressure on my brain. It also maybe was causing some sleep disruptions and so on. Um, But also I was having high blood pressure on top of it. So I had everything going on and, you know, I was relatively young and I have that all going on. It was like really, I, some people talk about God winks. This was a God smack and it got, I had a few of those throughout my, my journey. But uh, when I went you know, I realized I needed to change my life. So I started doing more work freelance but I wasn't really balancing I was still trying to figure out my way but I also knew that there was a lot of women that were exactly like me they were pushing the envelope they were single moms a lot of them I mean I think we have to give moms credit as a whole but especially women who are doing it all on their own your mom your dad your career woman you're trying to do everything and it's just it's a lot society puts a lot of pressure and I was certainly trying to meet all those expectations and it's impossible to meet them all and I really it was a detriment to my health and what good is it having an, you know, an amazing title or a great career or a great, you know, salary and a wonderful house and all those things, if you're not here to enjoy them. I mean, you know, they don't go with you when you when you go on to the next world, they, they they stay here, you go and you know, your family's still here. So I realized I wanted to be a mother to my daughter. Um, I was definitely not being the perfect mother. I mean, I tried my best. But you know, obviously, I was irritated, you know, when I would come home, I wasn't maybe patient as I should be. And I was also missing out on a lot. Now most of her, you know, teenage years, she, um, you know, she was growing up. Um, but she also we also lost her father and I've been widowed twice. So I had a lot of pressures on me. And my former husband, unfortunately, he was a wonderful man in many ways, but he was an alcoholic. So that was, you know, basically what was his demise. And he also liked to gamble and all those things. So he left me a mountain of debt. And so when I realized, you know, that I was in this situation, it's not that my specific situation is the same as this woman or another woman, but there's going to be some common threads. And I knew that women should be looking after themselves. You have to put your oxygen mask on first. And if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after anyone else. And you have to pour into your own cup, your own cup of love, I call it. And you have to love yourself, your body, your mind, your soul. How have you been able
0: to use your experience plus your health scare to parlay that into helping others?
1: You know, when I got so sick, I wasn't just having the internal manifestations, I was having external manifestations, my skin erupted into hives, eczema, I had breakouts, I mean, I was embarrassed to show my face, like I was always very much, you know, I, you know, I always had a good professional, you know, outwards appearance, I always wore my high heels, and I had my lipstick, and you know, my hair usually in a French knot or whatever, but I looked horrible. Because so I started putting makeup on, like you know, tons of makeup, and and that only exasperated the situation, of course. And you know, all the toxic chemicals. I was finding out that the average woman puts five hundred and fifteen chemicals on her body and face every day. That's a lot. I created a new line of CBD skincare. It's not just CBD, but it's clean products that do not contain toxins or any, you know, um, material or ingredients, and even the materials that I package it in are recyclable or recycled. We're always striving to do more. But I really feel, you know, there has to be a legacy for women and an impact that I can have is my purpose is really to make women realize that they should be putting themselves as a priority. Um, Because again, if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after anyone. We should be taking each day with, you know, grace and gratefulness and gratitude Nice. I love it. So let's kind of talk about what what was that
0: process that you had to mentally walk through? Because you talked about having this wonderful corporate career and all these things that started happening to cause this pivot. So you knew you wanted to do a pivot into something else, but how did you actually get to the product-based business that you wanted to have? Away from the marketing career that you had, what does what does that process look like for our listeners?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I don't know if I had like a blueprint, per se, because I didn't like say, okay, Christia, this is how it's going to work out. <laughs> um, I wasn't really sure. I mean, I can give you... I really was going to open actually a retail store initially, but with COVID, I realized that a brick and mortar really wasn't the way to go now. And because I did have the marketing background and some graphic design savvy, it definitely gave me a little bit of a, I think of an edge. Um, now shifting to that product um, base, because of my experience, like I started out Blue Skies Life itself is spelt with a Y, Blue Skies. So um, instead of I-E-S, it's spelt with a Y because it is all about your why your purpose and for me mine was to make women feel beautiful inside out non-toxic products non-toxic thinking so um, i do carry a whole wide um, range of different products as blue skies life which is in canada including silk kimonos that we talked about which feel lovely on your skin but i focused a lot on the skincare because that was a love of mine because i was the one that had this issue with skincare and my skin erupting in all to these uh you know eczema and skin conditions and highs, etc. So I was always looking for products that would serve me and help my skin condition. And when I discovered CBD, which is an anti inflammatory, it's actually helps fight inflammation, but it also helps soothe the skin, heal the skin, soften the skin, and it helps with aging as a whole, because inflammation is about aging. So you know, I kind of drifted into that direction. I thought, well, how could I, you know, I was selling, I still sell some other people's products, but I will be moving towards really focusing on my own line, um, which is Blue Skies Beauty. I never thought I could actually do this, but when I really put my mind to it, it's funny what you can do when you put your mind to things. So I just started with a basic serum uh, because I was finding ones that were irritating, you know, my skin a lot or causing me breakouts. So I found a formulator that would work with me. I do have a science background in cannabis, so I understand a lot of the science anyway. Um, So I started working with them. And so now we've developed five products. So it's funny how one thing will evolve from another. Like I originally, I was going to open a brick and mortar wellness store. And then with COVID that kind of shifted my, my thought process. And I also love to travel and, you know, be free and remote. So I thought, Christina, do you really want to be stuck to a brick and mortar? Not that I would say never, ever, I would love to open a wellness center, maybe, maybe in the United States even. Um, But at that time I thought, you know, I don't think this is what I really want. So then I started thinking about it and it sort of just evolved. Um, I, I didn't sit down and say, oh, this is what I'm going to do. But, you know, as it continues to evolve, you know, I'm looking at also helping women with coaching that have, you know, dealt with trauma or grief because it is a lot about non-toxic thinking um, and, and really eliminating those self-limiting beliefs or, or what we call a lot of it these days, the imposter syndrome. I think a lot of women, we have that, even though we are experts in so many different things. And um, for some reason, you know, society and ourselves, we we negative self-talk ourselves out of things. And um, I think it's really important for us to believe in ourselves. And when you feel good about yourself, you know, whether it's your skin or what you're wearing, you know, it helps you feel good. You know, if you feel good on the outside, usually you feel good on the inside or vice versa. And that's why I kind of go with beautiful made well, because it is beautiful inside out. And that's what my company is all about, making women feel confident and stepping into their skin, literally and figuratively with Blue Skies Beauty Products. Um, And Blue Skies uh, is spelt with a Y, as I said, because it is all about my purpose about elevating women. So I think the biggest thing for me when I was going along that path and pivoting was going back to my why. Why do I want to do this? What is my purpose? Uh, and that will help drive, like your business might change and evolve and grow. And maybe you'll have brand extensions, kind of like what I'm doing right now with the skincare. And maybe I will, you know, I actually have a, an official clothing line. I do have the kimonos, but I might be doing a lot more. So I think, you know, it's really going back to your why. As long as everything is in line with those and your brand is you, and that will reflect into whatever you're selling, whether it's a product-based or a service-based and, I really think that's the most important thing is to go back to your why and realize why you want to do this. Wow, that's amazing. So so now that you
0: went from corporate to your own business again, right? Your own own business again. (laughs) So how has your life now changed from a personal standpoint, but also from a professional standpoint?
1: Wow, um, that's a great question, because. I have time. I mean, I'm still very, very busy and driven, but I have time, and I can make time for me to go to yoga. Say for today, I went to. I think when I last spoke to you, I went to hot yoga, but hot yoga has become a non-negotiable for me. And that might sound kind of silly to some people, but everybody has their non-negotiable. For example, my daughter's health and well-being is a non-negotiable. Um, but I mean, so I have time to schedule my day accordingly. Also not working in a, say, a brick and mortar office. I know more and more people are working remotely now because of COVID or they're wanting to, but people are returning to the office. I really like the flexibility now. And I don't know if I could ever completely go back, I mean, uh, to a a day job at a cubicle every day. Um, I do love going to an office where there's interaction and people, and I love that kind of environment, but I don't like being tied down to specific hours I always worked late at night in addition to what I worked during the day, um, which wasn't really particularly healthy because I never turned it off. So I took my work home with me, but I mean, I do work at home. So I do have my work at home here. However, I can kind of balance that out. I could go for a walk. I can, uh, you know, I could even go travel. I plan to hopefully go to Miami next week. I take my laptop with me. I can work. I can work on a beach. I can work, you know, um, in a remote office, I could go meet my formulator. Um, it It's just more fluid, it's more adaptable, more flexible. And I really love that, because, you know, now that you're know, approaching a different stage of my life, I, I want to see more. And I think the more you get out of your house, or the more you get out of an office environment, the more people you meet, the more opportunities you have, the more perspectives you have, not only on business, but life. And you never know where a connection might. Meet, you might meet those people at an office too, but if you work at home all the time, you're not going to meet anybody. So there's pros and cons. um And also, so I think professionally and personally, it's kind of mixed because I feel like it has integrated. Um, I don't necessarily believe in always, you know, delineating a hard line between work and personal. Sometimes, obviously, on Christmas Day, I'm going to try not to. I did not answer my phone, <laughs> but um, in general, it's more like an integration. So I can have my work work around my life versus my life working around my work. Um, so I, that's kind of what my aim is and my plan is, and that's how it's sort of evolving right now. Um, so I, think I would say that's the biggest change. I'm not trying to, you know, schedule my vacation, you know, you know, throughout the year, like in little slots, right. I'm, I'm thinking more, I don't know. It's more fluid. It's more free. Um, It's definitely though you are definitely your own boss. So you have to be accountable for yourself. And some days that can be hard. You're the one with the deadline and you're the one that has to make that happen. If you choose to make that happen, it's going to be really fully on your shoulders. Sometimes you have things that you can't control, but you know, at the same time, it's like um, anything, you can't control everything. And that's one thing I've learned about life as a whole. You can't control everything. Don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on your top three priorities, whatever those are, and then uh, make those into basically actions or tasks to meet those goals. And you will meet them as long as you stick to that plan. Um, So I like the fact that I can create my own plan. I can create my own goals that are realistic or unrealistic. That's really up to me. (laughs) Um, And then I have the fluidity and flexibility to be and work where I want And meet new people and have new conversations. Being your own boss, I think, can be the best thing, but it can also be the most challenging.
0: Nice. So it sounds like you love and you have acclimated well to small business life. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. So what advice would you give to others in similar situations? So people that are really wanting to leave corporate or their form of corporate and wanting to go into future endeavors, whatever that may be, what advice would you give to people?
1: Gosh. Um, Yeah. There's so many things I could share because I've made so many mistakes already, (laughs) but you know, making mistakes is where you learn, right? Um, I would say, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Number one, because you will learn from them. But I also think, you know, learning from others that have made those mistakes or, or looking to people that have succeeded in whatever realm, or even if they're, you know, there might be people way up here that you aspire to be, but you're down here you can admire those people, but try to also find the people that are in the middle or near your journey that have reached a few steps higher so they can give you some real world advice. Third thing I would say, not only look to those people, but your circle, your network is your net worth. Um, You might find that you might be editing your circle quite a bit uh, because, you know, it might not be good for your mindset for being around people that, you know, don't believe in what you're doing. Um, or tell you to get, you know, stay to your day job. But also on that note, if you are in corporate right now, you have to be somewhat realistic. Uh, Do you want to do this as a side hustle to start? Maybe do your research, Uh, get your feet wet a little bit into whatever you want to do and try it out and really see if you can do a little bit of that on the side to see, make sure that you do like it um you know I've had people say oh i want to own um you know i want to be a freelancer for example but they don't realize that a freelancer works all sorts of hours and they're used to working a nine to five you might not like that so i think your circle is going to be very important so i would say those are the top so stay motivated uh, stay real too um make, make sure you take time for yourself too whether it's hot yoga or going for a walk around the block and um, believe in your vision and go back to your why and your purpose. And thank you so much for joining us today. So how can people reach out and find you? Oh, well, there's so many ways you could reach me. So I'm Christina with a K, Shea, S-H-E-A, like the butter. And you can find me on LinkedIn, of course, but you can find me on both my websites, blueskieslife.com blueskiesbeauty.com which has all the lovely cbd skincare that I'm working on right now. And remember blue skies is spelt with a Y. So it's blue SKYSBeauty.com. Same with blueskieslife.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook as well. And the handle again is at blueskieslife for the Instagram and Facebook. And um if anybody wants to drop me a line, you can find the contact information on my website or DM me on my Instagram. I'll always reach out directly and answer. So I really appreciate everybody who has questions about CBD, skincare. Um, we're not just doing skincare, so stay tuned for nutraceuticals. So it definitely will be beautiful inside out and beautiful made well.
0: Nice. So thank you so much. We're going to actually put everything in our show notes so you can find all the information there. And thank you so much again for joining us, Christina. You have been absolutely wonderful. You are truly an inspiration. You have went beyond corporate and and you are living out your legacy. And thank you for being that example for all of us. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more information on how to start your own journey of getting to happy or ways to remove your corporate and create your legacy, please visit our website at beyondcorporatelife.com to schedule your free coaching consultation today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Let's continue to have life-changing, legacy-making conversations. I'll see you next time.